Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Down to Biscay. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to Starting Five here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. You can follow us and make sure you subscribe and like the channel. Also, check out Five on the Floor. Got a new episode up from last night. We went into, well, we went into kind of how the heat started to follow the blueprint. So when everything changed here, oh, look at that. Greg's got the new shirt here. Uh, we'll take some of your comments here today. We got Manny Chang producing. I got Brady Hawk with me. Follow me at Brady Hawk 305. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. The one thing we did not do much last night is kind of get into matchup changes tonight and everything that may happen uh, between Eric Spolster and Tom Thibodeau. So we're going to do that here on the show. We are sponsored as we usually are here on Starting Five by All Pro Construction Builders. Check them out at allproconstructionbuilders.com. That's our friend Danny. Quality is their specialty. Here's the key thing here. We know the storms are coming. They always are in August and September. Everybody starts rushing to the store, but they also start trying to say, well, wait a second. We didn't protect our house. We didn't protect our place of business. Well, you can do that through All Pro Construction Builders and get you the storm windows and doors down here in South Florida. You get 10% off your entire order. If you mention five reasons, the phone number is 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. You can find them at allproconstructionbuilders.com. They're based in Dade County, but they also service Monroe and Broward counties as well. And it's not just the storm windows, too. They can do the renovations on your house and everything else that comes along the way. They are state certified, and they use local products all the time. So go to allproconstructionbuilders.com. Reach out to our guy, Danny. I'm sure I'll get a bunch of texts from him during the game tonight trying to figure out why Spolcher is doing this or that. No, he's not one of those, actually. I get a lot of those, but um, he's one of those just sort of projecting whether they're going to win or not tonight. So let's we'll get into that here at the end. But, but Brady, I want to start with you because uh, um, you gave away the entire game plan, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> uh, with Eric Spolcher. Although, of, of all the times for him to kind of come back at you, that was a weird one because, I mean, you've literally deep-dived on everything that they're going to do in the future usually and are typically right. Uh, this time, you were just basically saying that he had changed uh, a matchup early in the game, right? Like going with Butler on Barrett and going with, with Vincent on Brunson, which was a change uh, from the previous couple of games. So do you think – let's start here because we know that all those guys are playing tonight um, – do you think that he will stick with that change? Or do you think now that you've foiled their entire plan that he's going to go with something different? 
I think they go with something different, but it's not because of what <laughs> I said. Like we, like we keep talking about playoff Jimmy, but what about playoff Spo? Like we keep like bringing up these playoff elements where it's like, go. You start in game one where you have like the element that they did all season where they put uh, Gabe on on Barrett, Jimmy on Brunson, and they basically say like, let's make RJ beat us. Like they said it all year. He went to him early. They got going early. They still end up winning. You go to game two. They have no Jimmy. So what do they say? We're gonna go zone basically the entire game. And then you go to game three and they use something different again. They say, well, I, we're going to, instead of putting Jimmy on Brunson, we're going to put Gabe on Brunson and let Jimmy just help off RJ because we want RJ to be a spot up shooter. Like that's what we want him to be. Uh, and I kind of feel like they go back to the game one mm-hmm. project in a sense, because New York is going to they, like, they got stumbled in game three. I thought like they, they, their plan as always is to get RJ going early in the game and then they can work out of stuff from there. That he cut off the head of the snake in game three and, and right out the gate. And I don't think they ever caught up from that. Game four, now they're adjusting and they're probably saying, we're going to get Brunson going in the early, early goings of this game. They're not going to go to RJ. I think they switch it back. And I think they probably go Jimmy on, on Brunson maybe tonight. Uh, and they put Gabe on, on RJ. And then they're now they're force feeding RJ in a way to kind of get them out of whack in a way. But there's other adjustments probably coming too. They're probably, they might mix in some zone here or there, just a, much less than game two. There's probably minor details that we'll see that'll shift. But the one constant I feel like is just that Bam's been dominant defensively in this series. As much as we focus on the, his on a, like non-aggressiveness and all that type of stuff that we've seen, the defense has been dominant. And he's been the anchor. And Spo is just, that's been the one constant. He's kept him in the role where he's able to slow down Randall in a way. And he's able to kind of hold everybody else around the rim. So that's going to stay the same. But I do think they actually go back to some of the game one things that they did. All right, to that end, Greg. Who's the important player for the Knicks tonight? Because I keep kind of going back and forth on this. Because, I mean, Brunson was their engine in the Cleveland series by far. But Randall is the variance player. Correct. Right? Like, and, and the variance has typically been bad <laughs> in the playoffs, or at least compared to the regular season. But he did have a game in Miami earlier this year where he was a factor. you got to figure the ankles getting a little bit better, right? So, I, I, I mean, Barrett, it feels like they don't care about RJ. Like, I yeah. – I, Brady's talked about that all series. So is it Randall, really? Because it almost feels like Brunson can get 30, but I don't know that that's going to have a big effect here. You're right, because this is where we're at. They need somebody to play above their head. Somebody. And um, when you look around that roster, who can really play above their head? I think Julius Randall is the one guy who conceivably, if he had 38 and 10, people wouldn't say, oh, he's never done that before in his entire career. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he's capable of it, even if it's not necessarily the most efficient version of himself. I think that uh, he's the guy that is the wild card because New York relies on a lot of one-on-one stuff. The more I watch this series, I'm like, they they don't really run great offense, in my opinion. Well, they're a tips team. Like this is, this is the thing like this, this gets back to, if you go all the way back to, uh, the Chicago teams that played Miami, which uh, I mean, I mean, they got stifled because they didn't run offense. Yeah. Right. You could argue that was a better Miami team, but that that was a better team that, that Tibbs had to coach. I mean, you had, I mean, the first year, Jimmy hadn't been drafted yet the first year. Um, But when they played each other in the playoffs in in, uh, the 11 playoffs, you know, he had, he had Luol Deng. Um, he had a hub of the offense in Noah, who, I, although he was limited offensively, he was a very good passer. He could run a ton of stuff through him. I mean, he had freaking Derrick Rose. Like, not the Derrick Rose that we may see in a spot Heinrich. tonight. Right? So, Heinrich, too. 
Yeah, Heinrich. I mean, he had he had good. I mean, and that bench he had was really good. He had C.J. Watson. Had I, I I don't know. I I think that to me this is a less talented version of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, still a Tibbs team, which means that ultimately you can flatten them out offensively. And uh, and th- and that eighty six points is insane. Like in this era. And and I'll I'll pass the uh, ball back to you here. But I just want to mention this. They held the top three Knicks guys. That's R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson, and um, who am I missing? Julius Randle, as we've been talking about. I think it was to 45 or 44 points in game three. Like, they need those guys to get in upwards of 80 for this to even be, like, well, they a did. contest. They so, did. In game, in game two, they did. Exactly. There you go. So, and so that's what, what to watch. All right. So let's go to the other side of this then, Brady, uh, with Jimmy. Uh, Tim's obviously knows Jimmy. He drafted Jimmy, or he's with him when they drafted Jimmy. Um, but you don't typically. I mean, the doubles with Jimmy have kind of come and gone depending on who the coach is. Tim's is doing it, but it seems like he's doing it reluctantly. Because I, I said it before this series. I said it. We I remember we did a poll podcast. or like, what if Jimmy gets doubled? Like the Milwaukee wouldn't double him, but like, what if he they does get doubled and they take him out of the game plan? And the first thing I said is. Jimmy won't care about your double team because if you blitz him on the perimeter, uh, he can get out of it. <laughs> like, he, like that does nothing. Jimmy's whole, whole game plan is get to the basket. So if you blitz him out, that doesn't do anything. What you can do is when you start doubling him on the low block or mid post. But what we've learned there is that doesn't matter either, it seems. <laughs> like Then he'll just go and fly into baseline step backs like he was doing last game. And the Knicks are like, okay, let's just – we'll shed help down low, but we're not going to full out send doubles because it really doesn't matter. And he's made the passes – the Heat's role players are shooting well. Uh, if I'm the other team, I'm probably keep making that dare, like keep making Miami shoot well and then probably getting the ball to Jimmy's hands. But it's not like every time they double him, Jimmy just giving the ball up. He's still getting to his spots and getting shots up. So it's like, it's a weird scenario. It was a one play I pointed out on Twitter where he basically, he, they ran like a horn set. He went to his left. They blitzed out. He went back to his right. They blitzed out again. He just went around Randall, went to the basket, and ended up scoring anyway. They blitzed him twice on the same, on the same action. It's like, I don't know what you do with him. The guy is just playing at an extremely high level. He's confident. He's every bucket. He's trash talking his own defender. Like it's just like, I don't think schematics like matter with this guy right now. Like he is just playing at an incredible level that it's, it's more so the schematics on the, the guys around him, like that the other guys are in the right spots. The other guys are moving into around the half court. Well, but for Jimmy, it's like, I, I don't know what you do. And especially tonight at home where like he knows that, Things gonna get a little. If they, if the Knicks grab this one, it's two two. Now it's a little interesting. He knows they have to get this one, so this is why I think. And you're at home. I think he's gonna. He's gonna probably gonna come out with some fire again. He's just completely unbothered. I mean, he's, yeah, that's uh, unfazed was the word just, I was gonna just, try to sneak in there, and you beat me. Thank he's, you. He's just totally. I mean, he's he's, he's posting Instagram he's like, stories of his spa day yesterday. Like it's just it's, he's dancing on the court mid game. Like right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, They're it like really dust, there's a dust up and people are upset and he's like going ha ha ha. Right, ha, right. ha. <laughs> I mean you know how irritating that has to be for the Knicks. Like <laughs> Tibbs I mean you know the way Tibbs is right and he's sitting there I got this plan and then Jimmy's like I mean against 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 his old coach. I mean I'm I'm watching I'm watching some of this. I mean, not just his old coach in one place, his old coach in two places who respects him enough that he traded for him. I mean, that was the centerpiece trade in Minnesota 
uh, even if it didn't end up working out there because Jimmy basically took a bunch of Jimmy didn't like uh, that they wouldn't pay, you know, pay me. Okay. And all the, if you saw the Jeff Teague video about what actually happened in that practice video uh, or in that practice in Minnesota, I mean, it's, I mean, Tim's is a, Tim's knows Jimmy like the, he knows, but I don't know if anybody knows this Jimmy. I think that's the, in terms of uh, being at this level of basketball now where no matter, and if you told Jimmy today after the game, he's the best basketball player in the world, he'd tell you he sucks and all that because that's what he does. And if you tell him he sucks, he'll tell you he's the best basketball player in the world. He's just, he's contrarian, but again, he's unbothered. Um, I do want to mention our sponsor here before we go forward, and then maybe I'll actually project a couple things here. I've got a prize picks. Use that code 5, F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, the code is 5 because the network is 5. The show is 5. Um, and, again, you can do much more than just the NBA there. So there's, uh, again, two NBA games tonight. Obviously, this series, uh, Knicks Heat, and also the Lakers series, they're up to one. So all the players are already on the board. I just checked. Uh, but you can also play MLB, Stanley Cup playoffs. It's all on there. Use that code 5FIVE. Uh, it is legal in the state of Florida, the state of New York, the state of California. So the key states uh, that are going on right now, the only one, if you happen to live in Colorado, surprisingly, where everything is legal, price fix is not. But it is legal uh, in most states, like I said, including the state of Florida. Uh, and you can play the props up or down, two, three, four, five, six players. The flex play, the power play, lots of options for you, but you got to use the code five and you got to deposit because that's how they will match your money. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why... I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer. It means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, so let, let's look at some players individually tonight as we go forward. Um, I looked at Bam. He's 17 and a half points on the board again. Seems like that's kind of where he's fallen lately. Let's use that as a way to get into him quickly. Yeah. Uh, Right, easy, 17 and a half. Well, yeah, and this is, and I hate to, it, it'll bleed right into Bam Adebayo. This is where the prop that I love on prize picks and use the code five to play. 
Julie, or Julius Randle over eight rebounds and Bam yeah. Adebayo over eight rebounds. These teams are not shooting well. There's okay. lots of missed shots. <laughs> Take the overs on those guys. So I like Bam's over on rebounds, but I also think he could likely uh, exceed that point total tonight. I think that this is also going to be a Jimmy game, um, but Bam Adebayo has to basically do what he did in game three again. And I think that eventually we're going to start to see that, uh, they're going to overpower this team, but they they need that from Bam, and particularly on the defensive glass and 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 keeping Mitchell Robinson off the offensive glass, yeah. which he's done a great job of. Yeah, he has. Um, but both locker rooms they talked about Bam's physicality in the last game, um, and, and it, it does seem like some of the points are coming off of that too. But it is more sort of the backboards and keeping Mitchell Robinson off of them. I mean, but are we finally? I said this before again. We finally get the twenty-five point. No. Not, not probably not happening. I don't think so. They I, need I, it. Yeah, they they haven't really. Like I, I think they they noticed that they just need to shoot well with Jimmy. Like that, that's what feels like it's the blueprint. But I will say that that I thought it was it was good on Bam the way like we, we talked about it last year where like PJ was the dirty work guy and you would see him yesterday like the way he saved that game just like doing the dirty work. Bam did the dirty work in game three, and I feel like when you're talking about a guy that that is like we're talking about, can he get eighteen? Can he go over seventeen point five? And he's struggling offensively from night to night. It's like now he goes out there and he's been the best defender on the floor at all times. Uh, and then you go out there and you start doing the dirty work where you kind of crush their their one outlook of offense. You mentioned them like being a grind offensively, Greg. Like everything is off offensive rebounding. Like second chance points has been their offense all year. So it's like if Bam can wreck that and just do his job down there, you're putting yourself in a really good position to win most nights against this team. So uh, I think he just has to – I don't really know if the scoring matters, it feels like, in this series as much. But now it, things look different now. If, like, if they're shooting 20% from three and Jimmy's a little inefficient, which I just can't mm-hmm. see happening, which I can't predict. I, I Still, even when I say it, I can't predict he's going to be out there and look that bad. Uh, but if it did happen, like that's the one scenario. But if they, things are clicking, you need him to do that other stuff. And he did that in game three. All right, so who's the X-Factor guy tonight? Um, because Caleb was quiet in the last game. We didn't talk a lot about Struce after the game. Gabe. Uh, it's Gabe again, you think? Because he was inefficient in the last game, but he did a hell That's of a why job defensively. We need a bounce back or else okay. Gabe could start to lose confidence. And you can't afford for any of these guys to lose confidence. So I need to see a bounce back game from Gabe. And obviously there's the Jimmy says, I want to make you 100% understand that you have no control of what's happening here, Knicks. That Jimmy, if he comes... Gabe shoots better and has a rebound type game, a bounce back as Bam calls him game. That's to me some of the keys I'm watching for tonight. I think it's Kyle, by the way. I, I look at I also look at the way I th- actually I think it's Kyle and, and Kevin. I think the way that these vets, I think they're so important in the series. You look at the the one game that they didn't play well, they lost. <laughs> like, and it, we, we can talk about the fact that they didn't have Jimmy, but like Kyle and Kevin were not great in that game, too. Game one, they were great. Game three, they were great. Like, I look at the way – I thought that was an underrated element of that game three, the way that Kyle came out there with – look at the lineup he's running with and look how effective it was. What was it? It was, it was uh, Duncan, Caleb, right. uh, Highsmith, Zeller. and Zeller. Yeah. Like, that was <laughs> lineup in the playoffs of the second round of the playoffs was producing positive offense. And it's, like, real credit to Kyle. He's, like, running the show. Credit, yes. Definitely Spo as well for creating <laughs> some positive offense with that five. But, like – Kyle looked like he had some bursts in game three, Ethan. Like, I don't know if you noticed yeah. that when you were watching. Like, he was he was everywhere, like, offensively. He was running around. He was getting by people. Like, he was doing those type of things. And love, if he's shooting well and the way he's been 
kind of creating transition offense for a team that I didn't think had any hope in transition all year. And he's made them look like they have hope. Like he's actually playing them out in the, in the open floor. It's like those two guys have sparked them in so many moments of the, of these playoffs where it's like, if they have like a game two game where like Kyle doesn't have that burst or love's not shooting. Well, it's like, that's where I think things go South. I think those two are so important. Well, I mean, the love, the love, the way love is affecting them in transition is they don't have to make passes to each other yeah. on the break. Right. And <laughs> he's sticking forward. around in my opinion. Oh, I think so too. I, I, I think so too. I, I think that's been pretty clear by the way his teammates have reacted to now money will come into it, but I think Kevin at this under at this point understands kind of where that's at. Um, you know, so I, I would be surprised. This is not a PJ Tucker situation. I, no. I don't think they can offer him good money. That's the cool thing about the way that they signed him. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's a conversation for yeah. Him. No, we'll have we'll have that conversation. I I don't really want to do the prediction thing here because we've got a pregame show later, and a whole bunch of uh, people are going to jump in on that. I, I think all of us kind of think that the Heat are control of this series, and something would need to go pretty drastically wrong. Um, which me right? Which me? Which means that it will go wrong. Uh, but 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 I'll I'll, I'll just do this. I, I I just want to set the table on this because it's going to be a topic conversation here, and then we'll close. Um, thanks to our sponsors, AllPerfectConstructionBuilders.com, uh, and also PrizePix. Use the code five. Uh, I posted it on Twitter yesterday because I noticed it on Instagram. Um, this is the way we work these days. It's from one media platform to another social media platform. Uh, Tyler Hero has the cast off. Uh, there was no announcement made about this, but you and I have both heard, Greg, that he's ahead of schedule. He's at F1 without a cast. Um, the rest of the team all went to the Panther Cave, pretty much. Uh, he's at Good F1 game. without... Yeah, was, yeah, well, that's a whole nother... I got to do another starting five on that probably starting tomorrow. Um, the, no cast, uh, and he's, he's in the sleeve, uh, and he's out in public again. He looked miserable when I saw him in the locker room. Feels like this is close. So I'll just leave this here and I'll give you each 30 seconds to close on it. What do you do with Tyler Hero if he's back in about a week and a half, Greg? If they're still in it, which we're assuming in a week and a half, the way that things are going, they probably will be. They will be they will be alive in a week and a half, is my prediction. My other prediction is that Tyler Hero is not ready in a week and a half. When I say he's ahead of schedule, that means that like if they can get to the finals, he can play in game one instead of having to wait until they come home for game three. That's the type of ahead of schedule I'm discussing. I do not foresee him playing in any series, including the conference finals. But to me, considering that there's a path, yeah, it's worth noting that there's a chance that Tyler could play. There's my 30 seconds. Well, here's the other thing about it. Uh he has a kind of injury. He can still condition during all this. So people are worried about the basketball shape. Yeah. But it's not like he's going to fall out of shape here in three weeks. Plus he's the type of, I mean, he's 23 years old. He's not, he's, he's not, he's not Kevin Love. He's not Kyle Lowry. He's not just going to fall out of shape, any kind of shape because he's not playing at all. Uh, so again, Brady, let's say, uh, let's say, let's say Greg is even, is a pessimistic here. And let's say it's a game six against Boston in Boston. And we're because this has happened before. I mean, Udonis Haslam has come back in the middle of the series. Chris Bosch has come back in the middle of the series. Like this would not be the first time for this organization. Yeah, I think if if the, in that scenario, and I think most scenarios, uh, I think he comes off the bench. And I think at least at first, because you have to test him. There's no way that you're throwing him into the fire, especially with a team that's clicking right now. Just yeah. gonna throw him out there and say, figure it out, get shots up, work it. Like they're gonna throw him off the bench. Let him play with Kyle. He could play on ball, off ball. They could figure that stuff out. But as much as you talk about the conditioning element of it, it's like this guy hasn't shot a basketball in weeks. <laughs> like, right. He has to rehab his hand back. Like he has to get his hand back in, in 
like living shape like just to operate in normal things and then he can and like there's like certain elements to it it's like he's not going to shoot the basketball probably the same way that he shot a few weeks ago before the injury so to that point i think they need to test it obviously before he can even bring him back but i think they're going to bring him off the bench definitely in that scenario uh and they can use it like as much as we're talking about that bench lineup that has brought up around kyle like that could run out of some gas. Like it's could eventually when you're playing a boss in, in a hypothetical situation or you're playing in the NBA finals, hypothetically, and he comes back, that bench lineup might not be as effective as it is right now. We're going to need Tyler to get up shots in that, in those lineups. So uh, well, I guess we'll see how this looks around that time, but I, I don't know. I don't have the much trust as like Tyler's just going to come back and all of a sudden he's dropping 20 points per game again. Like I think it's going to take some time at least when he comes back to get his hand back in shape. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out from his Instagram. All right. Thanks to Manny. <laughs> For producing, thanks to Brady and Greg for joining. Make sure you check out Five on the Floor from last night as well. That'll be up here on the channel. I think actually it is up on the channel. I think I put it up last night. Uh, and and also check out Playback tonight. We'll be on there starting at 7.30. Brady, Alex, and I will be at the game. Greg will be hosting Playback and Post Game Show afterwards. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.